Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. One of the things that I talk a lot about with my clients when they hang on to grudges and when they are just so angry at someone else and they feel like hanging on to that grudge in a way it gets back or gets even of the person that made them upset. But in actuality, it doesn't. It actually eats away at you like a cancer. And the only way to release that is forgiveness. And and I always say forgiveness is not letting the other person off the hook. It's you uh, not allowing them to have the emotional control over you anymore. So we're going to talk today about five ways forgiveness can heal your heart and mind with Latoya Shea coming up. Welcome to the Mental Health Today show. My name is John Cordray, and I'm a licensed therapist, and I am the show host of the show, not the show, I'm the host of the show, and I'm really glad that you're here today. Wherever you're at, I really appreciate you for tuning in. If you're new, great. I want you to continue to follow the show, and for those of you who've been listening for a while, I really appreciate you. Don't forget, you can go to the, to the website at mentalhealthtodayshow.com. Again, that's mentalhealthtodayshow.com, and you can look at all of the episodes and even the past guest, and maybe there was an episode that you were listening to and you're wondering, who, how do I get a hold of that guest? Well, go to the website and click on the guest, and you'll see all the guests that were on the show, and that's an easy way to be able to do that. All right, so speaking of guests, I want to introduce you to Latoya Shea, and we're going to be talking about forgiveness today, and I can't wait. And listen to this to her bio. Being on her own after being homeless at the age of 13, Latoya has experienced and triumphed over many obstacles. Inspired by the many that influenced her life, she has lived a life dedicated to the service and education. This has led her on a deep spiritual journey in intimacy with God. She has been known by many titles such as a health inspector, veteran, nurse, prophet, teacher, until she finally accepted her calling as God's vessel to do good and guide many back to him as a spiritual life coach. Latoya, welcome to the show. Hi, John. Thank you so much for having me here today. Well, you're welcome. And I'm really excited to have you because this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And it's something that I I talk a lot with my clients because Forgiveness is not just a God thing, right? Yeah. Forgiveness is something that is good for us. And so often, I, at least I have experienced uh, with talking to my clients, when we hang on to a grudge, it does us, it works, it's worse damage for us than the other person. Yes. I always tell people that when someone offends us or hurts us, 
they violated us. They took away our power in that moment. But for every second after, it is us that's given them that power when we refuse to forgive and let go. Well, that's exactly right. And I think you're, that's a conscious decision of refusing to let go of something. Yes. And I think there's confusion there sometimes that it's like, it's almost like I have to hang on to this. I can't let it go because I want to get even with them. And somehow, yeah, somehow that's like, oh, (laughs) if I hang on to this, it makes them feel worse, but it really doesn't, does it? No, never does. And a lot of times they have no idea. That's true. And I talk about this in my book a lot because there is a difference in being hurt, being offended, and or perspective on things. And it plays a huge role in forgiveness because many times we're holding other people accountable for things that they're completely unaware of. You're right. And I find it interesting that sometimes people can forgive somebody who has done just horrendous things, but they're able to forgive. And then there are some people where they're not able to forgive. And maybe it's been years and years and they still have not forgiven somebody and it's doing worse harm for them. So what do you think, Latoya, what do you think is the difference between someone who is able to forgive uh, somebody in versus someone who really has a hard time or is refusing to forgive somebody. Well, I think if it's the same person who has easily said to easily forgiven someone who has done something horrendous to them, but a difficult time forgiving someone else, I would question even if they had really forgiven the other person. Because one thing that many people mistake forgiveness with, well, they think that you can forgive, but not forget. That's a common saying. Mm. I'm Jamaican. So they're like, we forgive, but we don't forget. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and that's such a misnomer because the very meaning of the word forgiveness is to release. And that means that you let go of it. And you find, especially in where there's a close relationship or there was a, a close bond, people tend to move on, but they didn't really forgive. They say, I forgive you and probably go through the motion, but you'll find that when other events happen later on, they're triggered and they snap and you you realize that they hadn't healed from the first insult. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the hanging on to something, it, it's something that the anger that they're holding on to, I made reference to this earlier. It's like a cancer or a rust. It's rusting inside and it could last a long time and it could really hinder other relationships even. Yes, indeed. I actually, in the book, I mirrored or used an analogy, the analogy of the intake of poison. And I went through the whole system of how if we take in too much poison, then we'll have to seek help and get that out of our system if we're unable, if we're 
kidneys are not able to get rid of it fast enough. And uh, unforgiveness, it does that exactly same thing, exact same thing to our soul. And it's something that's easily overlooked because you can't see your soul, but it's reflected in our behaviors and even our health. And I've known people who have been like really ill on their deathbed and uh, it lead, it led back to unforgiveness, like a deep grudge and hatred for someone who had hurt them and ruined their life. Mm. You know, speaking of life and going through hardships, I, I want to just back up this a little bit. And, and I was reading your bio and it said that you were on your own after being homeless at the age of 13. Can you share a little bit about your story before we get into this further? Absolutely. And thank you for asking. So I was, I'm Jamaican and born to a teenage mom. I was raised by my grandmother and it was rough. I missed the many years of school, but it was a testament of the work of God in my life. It was evident from then. And uh, I had the opportunity to see the best of mankind, but also the worst when my grandmother got blind and I was physically and sexually abused as a child. And then I had, I was on my own and I didn't really face that. I was always, since then I was always in survivor mode and it wasn't until like I, I reached a point where I was overwhelmed I felt like I had overcame many obstacles, but the more I overcame, the the bigger they came. And it was a lot to, I wasn't someone who held grudge, but I just never seemed to like get a break in life. Mm. I, it was just one thing after another. And that's when I had my encounter, my deep, true encounter with God. And, and that's when the subject of forgiveness came up. And I'm like, well, who do I have to forgive? I don't hold anything, anyone. Like there's nothing, no hate inside of me. I don't even, at the time I was like, I don't even remember the people that did things to me. And it was a true (laughs) awakening when I sat down, I took a year off from telephone communications with everyone and I kind of cut everyone off and uh, just so I could get to the bottom of what was happening in my life. And uh, I, it started by me acknowledging the things that had happened to me and uh, forgiving each one of them. And I, and I could tell you that I literally saw black coming off of my heart. Like I saw black fumes coming off of my heart. That's the amount of hurt that I was carrying around. Yeah. So thank you for that. And and I'm sorry that happened to you at such a young age. And to be able to write a book on forgiveness and experience all of that. And I'm sure you didn't even cover half of it, (laughs) of the obstacles in your life, the difficulties and the the hardness uh, of life. And here you are writing a book and talking about forgiving and how powerful forgiveness is. And and forgiveness is more powerful than any grudge anyone can ever have. 
And it's a free, very freeing thing, isn't it? Absolutely. For those who are hanging on to it. And I know I've had a client not that long ago that was hanging on to bitterness and resentment towards a family member. And she told me, I can't forgive him. I can't. I said, okay. So just think about it. To know I'm not, I'm refusing to forgive. He doesn't deserve it. And after a while, after weeks, and we were talking about it, she finally said, okay, I forgive him. And it was a tremendous release for her. Wow. In fact, it, it the reason why she came into the therapy was for that relationship. And she was able to release it. And she felt so much better after years and years wow. of holding on to, for, to grudge. But learning how to forgive and you, you're exactly right. It's not about letting someone else off the hook. It's not saying that it's okay that person did something to you. Right. It's choosing to release that person for having that power over you. Exactly. Mm. So tell us a little bit more about your book and the five ways. So we talked about the five ways of forgiveness that can heal your heart and your mind. Can you tell us a little bit more, what are some of those ways uh, that you wrote, write about in your book? Well, in the book, I cover it as the five stages of forgiveness. And these are steps that I found in my process and in the people that I have helped um, that it was truly. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details beneficial to go in this order and and this is how we had long-term effectual change and it's important to say I know you've stressed it but many people I am a Christian and I have many friends who think that because they're a Christian they don't have this issue they say that they forgive but because we already have the grasp, the concept of forgiveness from God. But this book actually talks about the mechanics because, and I'm sorry if I'm getting a little too religious, but there's one key thing that we say quite often, we should forgive as God forgives us. And I just want to highlight, because when I read that, I was like, okay, well, God is consistently, constantly good. So how then is he going to wait until I forgive to forgive? And I act, I pondered on this and I asked him. And one day he revealed to me, the, when he, it, it was a long journey, and he revealed to me, that, well, I give you free will, you have to release it so I can take it from you. So I am forgiving always, but I can't take it from you if you won't give it to me. 
No, I know many people who pray and and they say, oh, God, help me with forgiveness. And he's like, I'm trying to, but you have to let me. And so this book deals with the mechanics, the practicality of forgiveness and how to really apply it. So the, the first one that I have is awareness. And the awareness is essential because we, you can't fix something you don't know. And, and, and many times this is where I have encountered like a resistance from people because they are unaware of it. The person who the perpetrator is unaware of it and they themselves are unaware that they had held this person accountable for it. They don't know the root cause of what's happening. They just see the um, effects, the end results of it. They're feeling stuck. And many times it, it goes back to something in their childhood. So awareness is integral. It's essential in forgiveness and healing. Yeah. So uh, awareness really needs to be a part of that because if you're not aware that you need to forgive or not aware of how powerful forgiveness can be, then you're going to kind of just hang on to it and allow it to fester. And like my client, allow it to fester for years. So what's another stage or way that forgiveness can heal your heart and mind? So after awareness, I have anger because after you're aware, emotions are going to arise and anger is going to be the first one, either with yourself or another person. And and this is good for your heart and mind because you're not going to let it fester, but you're actually digging up things that are in your subconscious. You're bringing it to the forefront so you can let it go and move forward. Okay. Excellent. So let it go, move forward. And can you just go ahead and name the other ones? Yeah. So then after anger, then you're going to have allowance and augmentation and acceptance. And I go in details in these in the book, which we don't have enough time today, but I just want to stress that if you are going through something right now, it I know it can be difficult and painful, but know that forgiveness is a gift for you. And I know it's a cliche, but it's true. It's a cliche for a reason, right, John? Mm-hmm. And you're right. It's for the person forgiving, not for the person that's being forgiven. Yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. And it is a gift. It may not feel like a gift at first, though. Right. Right? Because depending on what someone did against you yes. and and here's here's kind of the rub i think latoya is someone might be listening to this and say well you just don't know you don't understand how terrible this person was in my life you don't understand what this person did or or how this person ruined my life you just don't understand maybe other people for, can forgive but i am choosing not to forgive what can that do, that mindset do to somebody who chooses not to forgive? Well, I can tell you that you will, you're only holding yourself, but you're going to feel stuck in a rut. 
And that's not what the life that you were created to live. I could tell you that. And I, I would even challenge you to think that the bigger the thing that the person did to you, the more the need to forgive them, because that's just letting them live rent-free in your head. You can't let someone take up those space in your head. You were created to flow and be free and be filled with love and kindness and gentleness. So you can't, I, well, I would not allow someone else to change me. And I don't think you would either. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're doing when we choose not to forgive somebody. Yes. It's changing us. Yes. And it's probably interfering with our other relationships. Definitely. So have you talked to others, Latoya, in your research and in, in while you were, were uh, writing the book, have you talked to others that refused to forgive, but maybe later on they decided to forgive? And what kind of made them realize that forgiveness was the way to go? Well, because the one thing that I always point out is, okay, you haven't forgiven this person for five years, 10 years. How has your life changed? Like, I think people will, if they eventually, I have spoken to them and they eventually forgive because there is on the other side of forgiveness, freedom and happiness and relief. Relief is the biggest thing. You're unburdened. So if you were to talk to someone who's listening to this and is maybe wrestling with forgiveness, and maybe they're thinking that the person doesn't deserve it, and they're probably right. They're probably right. Somebody probably doesn't deserve that because they did something horrendous. What would you tell the person that is really struggling with forgiving somebody? One of the things I would tell, I have many things to tell you, but one of the things I would tell you is if you really want to get back at someone, then you do that by being awesome, not letting not becoming prisoner in your own mind, because that's essentially what it is when you're being triggered by other things and you're ruminating about what someone did to you in the past and losing the present moment. So I would tell you to, I would advise you to try it. I mean, you can also try to forgive them. And if you feel like it was a bad idea, go back to unforgiving them. But I doubt you will. It's just never, it's unheard of. Yeah, just try it. Try it and see. It's not going to hurt you. Right. Um, But as you're listening to Latoya and you're wrestling with this idea of forgiveness and you're hearing maybe for the first time, that forgiveness can actually free you. It doesn't let the other person off the hook, but it could free you. Wouldn't that be worth it? Wouldn't it be worth it for you to be released of this anger and grudge that you've been holding on for so long? I think it would. And there's power in forgiveness. And Latoya just offered five different ways and and her book is available now, right? Latoya, where can someone locate your book? 
Well, I'm on every everywhere books are sold. <laughs> Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Apple. Um, you know, but right now I have a special on Amazon for 99 cents. So I would beseech you to grab a copy now. It's causing an uproar. We've won a couple of bestsellers, which I'm really excited oh, about because congratulations. That means that, thank you. That means that people are on their way to uh, being healed. So we'll also put the information in our show notes. So if you want to go to the website, again, mentalhealthtodayshow.com and look for this episode and you can look in the show notes and you can find a link to um, Latoya's book. Well, Latoya, our time is running out here, but before I let you go, there is a, a question, a last question that I ask all of my guests, and that has to do with self-care. And one of the things I talk a lot about is self-care and how important it is for us to, life is hard and there's a lot of stress, but how important it is to have some self-care intentional times for ourselves. So I'm assuming that you do some self-care yourself. What what are some of your top tips for your self-care? Oh, absolutely. Well, one of my self-care regimen is alone time. And a lot of people don't like it. And a lot of my people don't like it, but I, I take time because I, I also work in the hospital. So I hear a lot of beeps, a lot of talking, a lot of communication. And uh, I take alone times to do walk in the park. I do prayer walks and just to check in with myself, like how you would check in with someone saying, Hey, I'm just checking. How you doing? I check in Mm -hmm. with myself. Like, how are you feeling, bud? That's a key thing. I do that quite frequently. And um, I feel every part of my being, feel if there's anything foreign that needs, that doesn't belong, and I approach it in the appropriate way. But that's my one of my main self-care thing. And then yeah, secondly, travel. Yeah, travel. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you. I, I I think it's always good to get uh, feedback from various people and the different types of self-care that they do. Uh, excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Latoya, for coming on and taking some time to come on and talking to us about why we should forgive and how powerful it is. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. You're welcome. Glad to have you and really appreciate all of you for listening in and tuning in. And you know that I really want you to work on your mental health, do some self-care and travel if you want, or check in with yourself like Latoya was talking about. Make sure you check out the book on forgiveness, five the five stages. Is that the title? What's the title of the book? The Unforgiveness Detox. Oh, the unforgiveness detox. Oh, I love that. (laughs) All right. Be sure you check that out. And thank you all. And I'm going to let you go. And remember, the Mental Health Today show has been championing your mental health since 2015. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. 
So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.